Ash, Kip and Lutzi with Susie O'Neill on Nova. Hey, you got us here, Keith? Yeah. Excellent. Hi, right mate. What's going on, mate? How you been? Yeah, good. Now, um, Sam, our producer, was telling us you're in your are you you're in your home studio. Uh, well, I'm actually in Sydney right now. Oh, you're in Sydney. Okay, okay, nice. Yep. Are, are you guys? Have you guys been there for for COVID? You've been living in Sydney. No, we got back here a few weeks ago because Nick is shooting a film up in Byron Bay, and so. Um, we, we trundled on down here to, to get going with this film. It's amazing that they can film here. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the great advantages, yeah. I guess, to us being an island and being so far away from where the main carnage is mm. with it. So you've been, able right. to, you've been able to steer clear. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's been um, amazing to be able to come down and particularly for her to be able to work right now. I love yeah. your daughter's name. Sunday Rose and Faith Margaret. There's just, uh, they're, they're, they're beautiful names. I don't know how, how old your daughters are now, but with the COVID restrictions, I know in my house, we've all had to sort of chip in at times with the online schooling. Did you have to get involved with that, you and Nicole? How did that work on the home front? Uh, I left that to people way better yeah. skilled than I am. You gotta, you gotta put it in context. I I left Caboolture High at fifteen. Did you really? And uh, and having failed music and realised that school wasn't quite for me, and was ready to hit the road. You know, uh, we were just talking to one of our announcers, Jack Tree. We just happened to be in here just before we were, we came on air for the chat, and I said, "Oh, we're talking to right. Keith, Keith Urban." Next, and Jack went. Well, my auntie Jugs <laughs> saw Keith Urban <laughs> performing at Ashmore on the Gold Coast when she was just young, and Keith was just young, and right. she always remembers that Keith said to Auntie Jugs, uh, "I'm going to make it in music." That's not her. It is. It that's is not her name. Yeah, well, it's Julie. Oh, yes, yeah. and she did have big ones. That's why they called yeah. her that. That's he, what he said. He said as a kid, he thought it was because it was her name was Julie, but it was actually because she had the big jugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! Anyway, she reckons Auntie Jug rec- Auntie Jugs reckons <laughs> that you told her when you were very young at Ashmore that music is yep. it for me. I'm going to go over to the states and I'm going to have a real crack at it. And is that is that uh, accurate? Like, did you always have that belief in yourself? Um, I just always, that's always what I wanted to do. And it just felt like I didn't really have a plan B. I sucked at school. I sort of sucked at everything and thought, I love playing music. I'm going to go to the States and, and dig in and get, you know, see if I can get something happening there. And it's been 27 years since I moved there. But who was your inspiration? Like who was the guy that was from Australian country music that had shown that that path was possible had anybody blazed that trail no nobody at no. all i mean it i the the records that my dad mum that my mum and dad had on the back of all them was recorded you know it most of them a lot of them were american country records and so they all said recorded national tennessee so i used to say to my dad oh that's where i'm gonna go and he'd be like that's great take out the rubbish <laughs> um but um <laughs> but, um, but that was it for me i mean i think if he'd if you know if he'd had African music in the house, I would have probably been living in Zimbabwe yeah. explaining what I'm doing there, you know, yeah. but I went to Nashville. But there must have been something in you that had just registered that whole country music, uh, 
the, the, the culture because these days you would go, okay, Nashville, you go and type it into Google and you'd find out about Nashville. You must have gone to extra efforts to sort of find out, like how do you organise tickets? At what age do you go over there? Did you have any irons in the fire at all? The hardest, honestly, the hardest part was uh, what my music was, which wasn't sort of straight, pure country. It was, you know, I was a kid raised on country music in in our house, but then also playing in all the pubs and clubs around Brizzy, you know, five nights a week. So playing top 40 cover band stuff or Aussie pub rock, just kind of everything. I got to Nashville and... It was it was just an unusual style of music that I was making. Do you remember what uh, was there a song that you had to play at every gig around Brizzy at the time? Was there one that yeah. like, people are yelling out? You know, yeah. what are the yeah. killers? K San, K San. Have you ever done Have you ever done a country version of K San? No, I th- no, I think with that that's like our that's like the American equivalent would be Freebird, right? Um, yeah. And I think there's just once you've played that song four million times because of your apprenticeship, you're probably ready to move on from it. <laughs> hey, speaking of of live music and pubs and stuff, like I went to Nashville eighteen months ago, and and I, I got the feeling that you know it's just this live music capital of America. Everywhere you went, every pub, there's someone playing. It was lot, just live music everywhere, and I was thinking it'd be great for you. How cool it would be for someone to think, oh, Keith Urban's just in this pub watching, but. Can you and Nicole go out like that? Could you go into a, a pub and watch? Yeah, we get out and see a bit of music here and there. And there, you're right, there's a lot of live music venues in Nashville and, and all kinds of music, which I think surprises people. It's mm. not just country, there's rock, there's indie, there's soul, there's gospel, just kind of everything in that town. It's a really great music town. Yeah, but so you can, like, because the other thing I noticed is that the people of Nashville were lovely, but not necessarily that attractive. And I feel like you would stand out when you and Nicole walk into a place. I feel like people would notice. Oh, well, look, you know, it's like a second. Obviously, it's my second home. I've, I've lived there so long that uh, I've, I've, I know the place inside and out. You know, it's, but it's changed. I mean, the last ten years, especially, it's grown like through the roof, yeah. and. Uh, the city that I moved to is is barely there anymore. It's hmm. amazing how much has changed. And, mate, I, and new new music as well yeah. with one of the greats, Pink. Oh, speaking of covers, I just yeah. saw, speaking of covers, Keith, I saw Pink doing a cover of Bobby McGee uh, recently. It's one of the big ones that you know has racked up millions on YouTube. What a singer! Like what a talent! How did you come? Oh. How did you come to work with Pink? She really is one of the greats, and yeah. I, I mean that. I, you won't find a singer on the planet that uh, disagrees that she is one of the great, great singers anywhere on the globe. Mm. Um, I had this song, and I thought, gosh, I would love to have Pink singing on this. It was written as a duet, so I found out how to get a song to her, sent it, and lo and behold, she loved it, and... Um, and then it went quiet for a long time, and I didn't hear back from her. And I thought, didn't know what had happened with the song, but it turned out that she had got, you know, she had contracted COVID, and it was, you know, publicly oh, known. That's right. But yeah, yeah. We we had to wait till she was through that, and then she was in the studio and sang the hell out of this thing. So it's awesome having her on this record. It was. It's interesting because I I just heard it. And we're going to play it in a second, but uh, you have these beautiful harmonies with Pink. So how did you do those? Was that over the phone? You worked out that like how did, were you able to be in the same studio? We weren't, unfortunately, no. So she's out in California. I was in Nashville, and she hmm. recorded her vocals out there. Um, I did mine, and we sort of put it all together. But 
uh, we just shot a video a while back too, and we had to do that remotely. But we wow. really we made the most of it. You'll see when you guys see the video, you'll see we actually the storyline um, takes into account that we're separated, but we're trying to get to each other. So this is uh, this is the eleventh studio album for Keith, by the way. The Speed of Now Part One, which is out tomorrow. The single that we're about to play is out uh, today. Yeah. With Pink. But you wrote this, Keith. So this is a song that you write and and you write um, with Pink exclusively in mind. That being said, when she gets it and delivers it, is it different to how you imagined it when you wrote, when you wrote it? Hmm. So this song was written by uh, some friends of mine okay. and they sent it to me, as, like I said, as a duet. Um, I just had to think of who, who the right, right voice would be for the song. Yeah. For me, it was Pink right out of the gate. I mean, she's just the perfect voice. Being given that it's a song about um, you know having one too many to drink, and that you, uh, you know you, your battles with alcohol a few years ago are well documented, and the same with Pink, is it weird having yeah. a song about that? Like, is it almost like writing a, a love song to an ex girlfriend when you have this this song, which is about something that's not part or something that you no longer want part of your life? Well, it doesn't have to be literal. Yeah. I mean, you got to understand. I mean, I don't think Dolly Parton worked nine to five either. <laughs> so, I don't, think, uh, I don't think Jimmy was actually flying seven hours to Hong Kong that night. You've got to sell it. You've got to sell it, don't you, Keith? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Uh, let's listen to Yeah, it. let's get it on. One, two, many. Keith Urban and Pink. Thanks for joining us, Keith. Uh, always great to talk to you guys. Thank you so much. Go, mate. Cheers, mate. Ash, Kip and Lutzi. It's Susie O'Neill on Nova.